eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. My, oh my, man, this defense has turned things around. It's been such a pleasure to watch. But um, you, you do start out super queasy, right? You're very fearful of the fact the Chiefs march down the field in three minutes with uh, Sky Moore making catches, with Isaiah Pacheco running through your defense. And then it all completely, I don't know what it is about those scripted plays that the Dolphins struggle with, but outside of those, man, I mean, this was a unit that was just unstoppable. David Long just being at the center was an absolute missile. Him and Javon Holland both being tied with eight tackles kind of gives you a nice idea of how uh, the Chiefs were kind of forced to Go inside, right? You're not going to run to the outside of Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb. You're not going to attack deep to the outside against Jalen Ramsey and and Xavier Howard. So you're forcing it inside. David Long, Javon Holland, if you need guys to be engaged, those are probably the two guys you want around the football all the time. Outside of, I think you said, what, Bradley Chubb leading the league in forced fumbles? That's awesome. Yeah, man. And I mean, it's it's kind of what you expected again at the beginning of the year when this whole thing came together. You mentioned David Long. I did have written down in my notes. I think he was the one at fault for that Jarek McKinnon touchdown where he kind of leaked out of the backfield. It looked like everyone mm-hmm. kind of, uh, you know, drew their attention to Travis Kelsey, which obviously, but it was just a great effort. And you mentioned Cater Kohu, man, that pass breakup was so clutch late in that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I had to make sure I gave him a shout out. And then he runs off the field. And I don't know if he was doing his, you know, acting like he had big balls or whatever, but I was just dying laughing at that and thought it was the funniest thing. But you're seeing this unit come together and 
to think about what the offense did throughout the first few weeks of the season. Now to think how this defense is starting to catch up. You know, Jalen Ramsey's only played his second game. You know, we're only starting to see these guys all come together for, um, you know, the first time this year, and they're going to get healthier throughout the season. They now have a week of rest. And this is exactly what you want to see going against the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Because you mentioned now Patrick Mahomes, you know, you don't want Tua to – we don't want Tua to fall apart or have those critical misses in those late situations, but there was a third and one late in that game where Patrick Mahomes, they needed that to clinch this game. And the Dolphins stepped up in a huge way, man. They had Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey blank that I think Jalen Ramsey and Deshaun Elliott were covering him. So the way the Dolphins handled that Kansas City Chiefs offense, who again, it's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and then, you know, a bunch of solid and good pieces. But the way the Dolphins were able to bounce back after that first drive was just awesome and a testament to where we can go with this unit. I'm just, Excited to see what the the next step is, but um, they still got a little bit of work to do. The Chiefs had one drive in the second half that was more than five plays, and it was still a punt. They held the Chiefs scoreless, giving the Dolphins as many opportunities as necessary to try to complete that comeback. 21 points, though. That's just so hard to overcome, especially facing such a strong opponent like the Kansas City Chiefs. And, I mean... That's the thing I'm going to keep watching. Where where do you think the ceiling is for this defense? Is it going to be a weekly thing where we see both Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips guaranteed that have at least that sack each where they can force a turnover, hopefully a little more often than they did against Patrick Mahomes. Granted, Bradley Chubb had the, the great breakdown, but I mean, they're not going to face Mahomes every week. I can't wait to see the secondary versus a team that's going to try to throw the football a little bit more and need to do something to keep up with Miami's offense. I think this defense is going to start to get turnovers real soon. Yeah, and that's, that's scary to think, right? Because they're doing everything else well. They're containing these offenses. They're keeping um, themselves in these games. This one, I mean, if you went into this saying you held the Chiefs to 21 points, I think we'd all probably say the Dolphins won that game, right? With the way the offense seemed heading yep. into this week, we would have 100%. If, if you know someone came up and said they can see the future, the Chiefs are going to score 21 points, we'd all would have bet our house on this game, and um, we'd probably all be living on the streets right now. It was just a couple miscues that really derailed the Dolphins in this game. But yeah, man, I, I agree with you. This Dolphins defense is really coming together nicely. I thought it was interesting because I was really worried on that first drive. It, it felt like Patrick Mahomes could pick on Andrew Van Ginkle just where he was lined up, especially when he was lined up as an inside linebacker. It was kind of obvious that they were going to try to blitz him. Um, he wasn't going to kind of drop back in coverage. Um, and they could take advantage of that a little bit. But as the game went on, I thought they did a great job of just kind of rotating the guys in and out where – you know, you could see Phillips, Chubb, and Van Ginkle involved, where the, I think it was only maybe one or two plays where I found myself saying, why isn't Chubb on the field? Um, and, you know, that's just me being greedy, despite the fact he had the sack, the forced fumble, and everything else. Yeah, and we got to give credit to Jerome Baker over these last few weeks. I think he's uh, – people are joking, but he's wearing a neck roll now, and it's starting to almost look like a, a legit linebacker. So, um, again, you're starting to get these pieces. Brandon Jones didn't travel. I'm sure there were some other guys that were going to get back. And, you know, it's just going to – make the team stronger, make that defense stronger. And I'm, I think Vic Fangio has finally, you know, got his feet settled down now, right? I think Jalen Ramsey might have been his security blanket. He's like Lionel. Is it, was his name Lionel, the dude that carried a little? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, can't remember. nailed it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
and Josh, people did also complain about penalties in this game, but I mean, the Chiefs were penalized nine times for 69 yards compared to the Dolphins with only six penalties nice. for 45. I mean, there were plenty of opportunities, super nice. And you sprinkle in the fact the Chiefs were held to just 3.9 yards per carry. Man, I feel like Isaiah Pacheco's the uh, running back version of this could have been an email because he like flails, he does all this nonsense for like three yards and then gets up like he just won it you know, ran for 60 yards. And it's like, man, this could have been an email. It was three yards. Let's get this out of the way. Yeah. I don't know how long he's going to be around this league. If he keeps running as hard as he does. I mean, he runs like he just uh, does not care about his body or anybody else's. And it's, I look, I mean, you, you respect it, but yeah, he thought he had a solid game, but overall the Dolphins just completely, you know, that defense looked awesome, man. Final thoughts about this group. What, what do you want to see two weeks from now from this defensive group? Everyone's starting to get healthy. Who's this next guy who takes the next step up? Is it Cam Smith getting involved in the secondary? Do we see a role for Emmanuel Agba really develop? Hey, Cameron Good, I think he had a nice special teams play. So is there anyone out there you're seeing, you know, as this tide starts to rise, the one boat we're not expecting? I was going to joke Channing Tindall, but that's not going to happen. I mean, maybe Brandon Jones, maybe. I mean, the way the, the way they like to rotate, um, you know, the safeties out there. I think I posted that one clip of Brandon Jones um, was against Patriots where he came in and just absolutely blew up a play. So, um, you know, maybe he's going to start getting more of a role in this thing. And maybe, you know, he can help those linebackers like we discussed before. So I'll go with Brandon Jones. But I think right now this defense is awesome. I was going to ask you, Jake, is there – is there anything you want to – well, first you talk about the defense, and I want to know if there's anything you want to see from this offense after the bye because, for me, it's just going back to your roots, right? Get back to being healthy. Get that offensive line going, and um, let's get this thing rolling again. Starts starts with running the football with the offense. I mean, you can go back to that first drive and just the inability at first down just stuff right away just kind of kills things. And it was interesting because it was kind of like the – you know, like they say in baseball that home runs are rally stoppers sometimes. It was kind of like the Dolphins, like Raheem Mostert would get a 12-yard gain. And then he'd get the no yard gain and then be a second and 10 instead of if you got like a nine yard gain and then got the one yard gain and it just kind of the Dolphins could never get on track to mix together some uh, plays. But man, I really like the Brandon Jones pick. You get the bye week to let him rest up, get healthy, be ready for that game against the Raiders. Yeah, maybe seeing another one of these defensive tackles really come to their own. I mean, we saw Zach Sealer with two quarterback hits just be an absolute menace today. Maybe it'd be nice to see some Deshaun hand action, something like that, um, just as a rotational piece because I think the Dolphins, um, it, it's clear. I mean, they had four guys. that I think they still do four or five guys on pace for eight sacks or more. I mean, you're going to need everyone. Injuries are still going to happen, but it's really nice to see this group getting healthy, at least for right now. Yeah, and I, I just it just dawned on me. I don't even know why it only took me now to think about this. But they released Brandon Peely. I think they have, you know, it's the bye week. Don't these teams sometimes bring in vets to try to maybe plug them in and get them ready for, you know, that playoff push? So maybe defensive lines where they look. Because we've been talking about that. I mean, everybody's been talking about Dolphins balking up that defensive line a little bit. So maybe that's something to keep an eye on, maybe offensive line. But um, what I do know is despite how bitter we all feel from yesterday, the Dolphins are 6-3 and three and first in the AFC East. And for now – um, you are what your record says you are. And despite, you know, going 0-3 against every good team they played, despite being 6-0 against every bad team they played, they're taking care of business. And before the season started, I think, again, we all would have said we would have taken 6-3. and And I do believe the Dolphins had one of the toughest schedules at the beginning of the year, right? It's not our fault that all those teams that were listed on their schedule um, just came out and fell flat this season. So that'll be my last rant. Jake, um, I just love doing this podcast with you, man. And I think that, you know, we took a step back, but now we're going to take two or three steps forward. And Dolphin fans should – be happy with the way this team's headed. Yeah, sometimes you just got to breathe. The Dolphins are headed in the right direction. It'll be really interesting to see how they respond. They got the bye week. They're going to hear all of it. I mean, 
Oh, I just, I just, yeah, I was listening to that uh, jumper song. Need you to step up from that ledge, my friend. And that's like, like I kept thinking about that. I was like, that is just the whole fan base right now. Step back from that ledge. We're gonna be okay. Let the third eye stay blind. Something like that. Yeah, that's the lame joke.